like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Jan Christ is with us today for Song of the Soul, but first I want to make sure you all know about the Saturday, October 15th event that Northern Spirit Radio is holding in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, called Broadcasting from the Heartland. We'll have fun, profundity, and fundraising from 6 to 9 p.m. on the Ides of October. Great, profound speakers like Mike McCabe of Blue Jeans Nation and Matt Rothschild, best known as the editor of the Progressive Magazine, and we'll have lots of music. We'll have Ken Longquist, minstrel for the environment from Madison, Squirrel Talk of Eau Claire, and virtual performances by Sycon, Peter Alsop, Ann Hills, Peter Lighty, Magic Mama, and Tom Rowley, all served with gourmet locally made pizza and more will be hosted at Grace Lutheran Church in Eau Claire, and the full detail can be found on the northernspiritradio.org website. Get the info and RSVP there, then join us either in person or in spirit on October 15th. But back to Jan Christ. Get ready to be enchanted and profounded and fall passionately in love with her music, whether she's performing solo with the Yellow Room Gang or with Jim Beiser your life is certainly going to get a significant jump better by the music of Jan Christ, joining us by phone from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Jan, thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much for having me. First thing I have to ask from having listened to your albums is, is it true that Michigan is in a state of sin? You know, I think it is, especially right now, because government over there is allowing some pipelines to go through the Great Lakes. So I'm going to have to say yes. (laughs) Of course, that's a line that you used in one of your songs, and we'll get to several of your songs today. You've been producing music since at least the early 1990s. How did you get into music? I always loved to sing. When I was in my teens, my early teens, I got my first guitar, although it almost didn't happen. I asked my mom if I could have a guitar, and she said, no, your brother lit his on fire. (laughs) It's a family tradition. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they were unwilling to purchase the guitar, so I started saving my money. And once she saw that I was really serious, she went half and I went half. This was right after my dad had passed away and my mom was a solo parent. And I think everything was kind of scary for her. Buying a guitar for me was a scary thing. 
So I got my guitar and I learned how to play. I did a folk show at Berkeley High School in Berkeley, Michigan in 1969 or 70. I did my first duo with Curtis Armstrong, a friend who later became known for his part in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> he played Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. So I started at the tender age of 14 or 15 and then played in clubs for years, probably 20 years. I played as a solo. I played in duos and trios. And then somewhere along along the way, I started playing with Randy Beiser, who was an old friend from high school. His brother, Jim, had gone off to be a rock star, and he and Jim had Beiser <laughs> brothers. And so then Jim came back, and Randy threw me off like... <laughs> <laughs> threw me off like a prom dress. You know? but, <laughs> but then one night they went to go to work and they both had laryngitis. Neither one could sing, but they didn't want to lose the money. So they called me up and asked if I would come and sing the song. So I played with them and then started a band probably in the 90s. And in 1991, I think it was, I started recording my first record, which was called Decapitated Society. And I got a huge review in Billboard magazine for my little CD that I produced for $1,500. And that was probably the start of everything. Well, I think we need to get started right away on your music. I love what I've heard of you so far. And I've listened to about three of your CDs. There's a total of eight out there, two of which with Jim Beiser. So what do you want to start with? Well, I think we should probably start with Shine, which was on that very first record, Decapitated Society, and then it was re-released on a double record, which was my first two records that went out together. And then it was released again on a CD that we did called Love Big Us Small. I sent that in to Kerrville in 92, and I was a Kerrville New Folk finalist that year. So this is Shine by Jan Christ from Love Big, Us Small. And she 
listeners that's shine it's by jan christ here today for song of the soul i love the song jan but i wonder about the feelings i mean i since you wrote the song i assume those are feelings that you were grappling with feelings of self-worth and self-esteem was that a big issue is that an issue still I think that was a big issue for me and I think it's a big issue for a lot of people. At first, I thought it was mostly one that women grappled with because I hadn't really known a lot of guys who had issues with self-esteem. I guess a lot of the guys that I knew just never talked about it or they just didn't have those issues. But a lot of women that I knew were grappling with those. And I think A lot of us who had come out of the 1950s, late 1950s, early 60s, the parenting style was not as well thought out as it is for a lot of people today. What a gentle way to say it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was the age of the cocktail and a lot of men didn't come home from work at night. They went to the bar after work before going home and they just weren't really present. A lot of men were not really present in their families. And I think that that led to a lot of questioning for a lot of children who came out of the 1950s and 60s. In my situation, it totally did. I didn't really quite understand what my dad's thoughts or intentions were, but he died when he was 42 or 43. So there was no chance to really question him personally. And I was left to my own devices. And so spent a lot of time questioning him in my lyric. But I had a lot of friends who were kind of going through the same sort of thing. And so It was kind of almost like Janice Ian 17, just kind of addressing an issue that a lot of young women face. And 
it tends to be a universal theme because what I felt was common to so many other women. So we're going to do a song that also deals with questions of self-esteem. And this one is about feeling like other people around you can constantly say that your efforts are not good enough. And interestingly, I had been co-writing with a friend. And as I was co-writing with this friend, one day I brought all of these lyrics to one of our writers' meetings. And this was not Jim Beiser. But we met one day to do some writing, and I brought a bunch of stuff that I'd been working on. And everything I put on the table, he said, nope, not good enough. Nope, not good enough. Really? Not good enough. (laughs) And so I went home, and I was, like, just haunted by, you know, this voice in my head of him just saying, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. And it was keeping me from writing. It was starting to give me writer's block. And then I sat down one day and I just thought, oh, I've got it. And then I wrote this song called Good Enough. Yeah. 
song clearly is good enough by Jan Christ, and it's from her CD, Outpost of the Counterculture. You can find all of her recordings out on CD Baby, and you can follow the link from her website, or you can listen on Spotify. JanChrist.net is her website, not com, it's .net, and Christ is spelled K-R-I-S-T. The easiest way to get there usually is to come via northernspiritradio.org, which everybody spells correctly. That was, as I said, good enough. And the ending of the song there I thought was key because so many people who have issues with self-esteem, the issue is something that they're carrying inside of them, even if the outside world says, this fine, this good, let's go ahead. There's the message that men have, for instance, they can't dance, they're carrying inside. For women, I think it's usually different issues. But did you have a light bulb moment at that point where you freed yourself? I think there was some of that, but I also think because I'm a visual artist as well as a musical artist and a songwriter, I am very keyed in on details. It's always the details that make or break your piece of art or your song. You have to be really meticulous. And I I think of it as a, a crafting process. It's an art process, but it's also craft. And the craft has to be very fine. So I'm pretty hard on myself all the time, I think, when it comes to craft. So you're not part of the philosophy that says you need cracks and things because that's how the light gets in? That's not a personal philosophy of Jan Christ? I think that my philosophy would say you have cracks and the light comes in, but not that you need cracks necessarily. I have several several odd little ways of looking at the world. One is that life is not like going to the grocery store and picking out all of the items that you want. Life is leftovers. You go to the refrigerator and you see what's there and you try to make what you can of what's there. I've come to realize that that's really a flawed philosophy, that sometimes you really can muscle your life around and if you can make better choices. <laughs> and I think that's it. It's like, you know, you don't always, when you're young, you just don't always make good choices. And then you're, you've got leftovers, but at any given point, you can kind of make some new choices to add into those things. It's a combination. Maybe you can go to the refrigerator and the grocery store. Wow. What a novel idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're cutting loose here today. <laughs> I know. Simple. I am a simple person. <laughs> so I guess this is as good a time as any for us to listen to Wounded You, Wounded Me. Actually, I think it's Wounded Me, Wounded You. I'm not meaning oh. to crush. <laughs> That's always my problem with that song. (laughs) Well, because you say it both ways in the chorus, right? Yes, I do. Wounded Me, Wounded You by Dan Chris.
That's Wounded Me, Wounded You by Jan Christ here as our guest for Song of the Soul today. Song of the Soul is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org with more than 11 years of our programs for free listening and download. There's a place to post comments, and we do love two-way communication, so post a comment when you come. You'll also find a place to make donations, and that is how this full-time work is supported by your donations. It's not by corporations. It's not by government funding. It's because you care to see this continue. But even more important than supporting Northern Spirit Radio is to support your local community radio stations. People like Jan Christ, who travel around, perform a number of different places, know how important alternative media is. And we need that for our local societies to stay vibrant and to capture a full picture of our individuality. So remember to support your local community radio station. Again, Jan Christ is here. She's got something like eight or nine recordings out there. Two of them are with Jim Beiser. We'll get to some of that shared music later on. She's currently in Fort Wayne, Indiana, although she's really a Michiganian. How long have you been an Indianan? A Hoosier. <laughs> I know. But uh, how, how can you connect Hoosier with Indiana? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't understand that. But when anybody asks me about it, I always say, now I have a Hoosier daddy because I've got my husband as a Hoosier daddy. So I've been here for nine years. My husband got a job at Sweetwater Music here in Fort Wayne. And we were part of the movement of, you know, I I like to say, actually, I like to say that we are economic refugees from Detroit who landed in Fort Wayne. Yeah, so many changes. I don't think either of those states is thriving particularly well at this point, but maybe I'm wrong. At least you have a lively music scene still around Detroit. The art scene, the music scene, the whole creative culture of Detroit is great and it's getting better which is amazing. But these days you have to migrate north from Indiana a little bit to work with Jim and to do the travels around Michigan. I do, and I do it constantly. My car knows its way up and down the highway now. (laughs) It's good to have smart cars that know their way without you. I did want to mention a few more things about the last song we listened to, which was Wounded Me, Wounded You. We were talking aside, and and so our guests haven't heard yet the origins of some of that. Because, you you know, you refer to the assembly line there. What's that about? Coming from Detroit, it's an automobile culture. And my ex-husband worked on the line for GM. Pretty much anybody who lives in Detroit understands that you want to check the day that your car was built. And you want to make sure you're not buying a car that was built on a Friday because things happen on Fridays. A lot of times guys get paid, they go out for lunch, they have a couple of drinks at the bar, and then they come back to work on the assembly line and their part might not go on correctly. Or maybe somebody got back late, but the assembly line starts at a certain point. It goes. It doesn't matter if somebody isn't there or on yet or has turned around. It's like it moves. So Friday is not the best day for cars to be built on. Well, we need to keep moving with your music, Jan. So what would you like to share next? Let's do Tarzan Tells All, Love Big, Us Small. Is that the full name of the song? I mean, on your album, I think it's listed as Tarzan Tells All, but it's probably gone through some renaming over the years. You've been singing it for quite a few. 
Yeah, I always would think about it as Tarzan tells all, and then in parentheses, love big, a small. In fact, I I did a t-shirt for this record in which it's two figures. One figure is all sprawled out, and it says Tarzan tells all underneath that one. And then the next figure is all balled up in a little ball, and it says love big, us small. And where did this song come from? In this season, it was a political season. It was in the lead up to an election. And I always think about the way that politicians are served best when we don't pay attention to the nuances of issues around us, that if they can just make it black and white and tighten up the language as much as possible, it really serves their purposes, then something is either right or it's wrong. I think of that as Tarzan talk, and that is how the song came about. It's quite a song, folks. Get ready for it. Tarzan tells all. Love big, us small.
Jan Christ is that wonderful voice belting it out. Love big, us small. Uh, that song is actually called Tarzan Tells All. When you want to look it up on CD Baby or Spotify or elsewhere or via Jan Christ website, J-A-N-K-R-I-S-T dot net, N-E-T. I keep looking at the clock and getting worried that we're not going to get all your music in. So let's go right into another of your songs, Jan. So, yeah, let's go on and do Charcoal Sky. Tell us about Charcoal Sky. Is there a lot of that in Michigan or Indiana? No, it's more in reference to a gray sky, the way the sky just turns to a kind of a charcoal gray when you're coming into a rainy season. And we all think of those days as being kind of sad and dreary. But sometimes I think that the song references the fact that in the pocket of God's charcoal sky, is a rosary of tears. What I'm trying to say is that there's mystery in the universe. There's mystery in the way that we live and die. And I have a lot of respect for mystery. I'm I'm still kind of formulating some of my thoughts on this, but I, I worked with people at a Catholic nursing home for a while, and there was a huge rosary on a wall in one of the chapels. And I know that when people pray the rosary and they push the beads through their fingers, that they meditate on God. And I mused to myself, what if God had a rosary and when he pushed the beads, he or she pushed the beads through their hands, their fingers, would God meditate on us? That's a wonderful thought. And it's part of the song Charcoal Sky by Jan Christ. Angel wings always be laundering They get dirty from their wandering Spilling light to paint the day Dark to cold the night She said I work in heaven's laundry What job is best for me And I love it cause I get to see Everyone And I've found a place of deep reverence It's the place where all our grieving Well 
Charcoal Sky. It's from the CD Influence by Jan Christ, and she's with us here today for Song of the Soul. You can find out more about her by coming via my site, northernspiritradio.org. And I wanted to ask you a few things right away. Of course, this is Song of the Soul, Jan. I didn't ask you about explicit religious spiritual background, but I've found, at least on several of your albums, very liberal sprinkling of spiritual and religious language. I mean, there's one song that you do that's kind of the Beatitudes, and you must at least know the Bible well enough to be able to come up with the words from the Beatitudes. What is your religious and spiritual background and present? I come out of the Christian tradition. And I spent a length of time in an evangelical church. I think about Bruce Colburn saying uh, at one point that he tried to be an evangelical, but it didn't take. (laughs) I have to chuckle at that. And I think it really didn't work out for me either because my life was too real, you know. And I need a lot more mercy than the evangelicals are willing to usher. So... I guess I've kind of, I I still am a Christian, but I have a much more liberal kind of stance. I think that Jesus was a liberal. I think, you know, he was liberal in love, liberal in forgiveness, liberal in giving to the poor and the poor of spirit. And Jesus loved all people. And I think that we're Again, in a in a situation, not just politically, but religiously, where there's too much black and white, too little nuance, and no room for mystery. That's what I was talking about before, that I have a respect for mystery. I think it's okay for things to be a mystery, and for us to not really have all of the answers, and not try to box this great thing in, you know, this person or eternal spirit that we all call God, I think it's important that we understand that we can't box God in. Currently, my religious community is pretty small. I don't go to a church. I've considered trying a Quaker meeting out, but I haven't gotten that far yet. I have thought about Well, I've thought about the Quaker Church, mostly because I know that when you go in, nobody preaches at you. Nobody (laughs) tells you what to think or how to believe. I don't need anybody to be yelling at me, you know, or or telling me what to think. I think I just have to stay open. And I think it's really hard looking at churches these days. I think that the people who are most prominent on television in that whole church culture are not necessarily the best examples of Christ's life or love. You know, and I've thought long and hard about a lot of these issues. I'm not just hanging on to the things my mommy taught me, so to speak, (laughs) you know. But I do hold on to this notion of mystery in part because science doesn't Even scientists don't really profess necessarily to know it all. And there are prominent scientists for whom mystery is still the fact that there could be God, that there was, you know, even if the Big Bang was the thing that started the earth, then, you know, that Big Bang could have been the voice of God or some cosmic experience. And I I just kind of, it's like science can tell us a lot 
and I respect science. I deeply respect science, probably much more so than your average Christian. But I think we need hope. And I don't see science or philosophy or atheism. I I don't see hope in any of those places. And we have these little sparks of hope that come up in us. And those are really necessary, I think, to live in this world. And I think that eventually that spark of hope is what's going to help us reclaim the world, the planet, from companies that are polluting the oceans and the skies. You have to have hope in order to try to achieve some of these things. You have to have hope that you can achieve those things. I have hope because I, you know, look at this new Pope, Pope Francis, who has declared that it's a sin what we've done to the planet. and said that we have to start working to save the planet. Whoever thought that that was going to happen? <laughs> you know, I grew up Catholic, and I wish there had been a Pope like that around at that time. I mean, he really is quite inspirational. Yeah. There's so much that we could discuss, Jan. And you know, folks, there's so much that I've talked about with Jan sitting here today. And I wish that we had time for more. But since I can't fit it all in a 55-minute broadcast... You can find excerpts that I haven't been able to include in this broadcast out at northernspiritradio.org. Those bonus excerpts will be some real gems that you don't want to miss. Remember to follow up at northernspiritradio.org. We've got time, though, for one more song, Jan. Let's do that. I want to end with a song called Little Bird. This is a song that I co-wrote with Jim Beiser. I wrote most of the verses, and Jim helped me out with a bridge. Uh, This song is about, I think for me, it was, you know, like in my life and as I relate to my husband and witness how he lives, we come to this point where we've tried to do everything we can to do everything right. We work hard, we pay all our bills and, you know, we wait in the, we're the people who wait in line and we don't interrupt and all of those things, you know, it's like we do everything right. And you just kind of feel weary sometimes. And I think that you just have to cut yourself a little slack. The chorus is, you know, you took the hard road here. Take the easy way back. Just cut yourself some slack and don't do everything the hard way next time. Just do what's necessary, but love yourself. Sounds like a beautiful message for me. We're going to listen to that shortly. But first, I want to thank you, Jan, for being here today for Song of the Soul. I love your music. I love your voice. I love your lyrics. I I guess maybe I can find something I don't love, but (laughs) I haven't found it yet. (laughs) I see you as a lounge singer. I see you as Joni Mitchell up on stage. I see you rocking it out at another point. You're so versatile and powerful as a singer. I just can't wait to hear more of your music. So thanks for sending me a big pile of it. And now I just have to free up some time and go swimming in it. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was great. And I'm so glad I was my friend Blair Hall who recommended me. I know she's on her way to uh, Wisconsin soon. She's going to be, what What are you guys, Wisconsinites? <laughs> yes, I'm in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and she's going to be down by Janesville, Wisconsin. And yes, I have to say thanks to Blair Hall too, because she connected me not only with you, but another person who's part of the Yellow Room gang, Annie Caps, who was my guest recently. That's awesome. It's great company here. 
So we're going to finish off Jan Chris' Song of the Soul with her song, Little Bird. She did it in conjunction with Jim Beiser. It's from the recording 2, as in T-O-O. Get ready for some great ooh-la-la-la backgrounds and great music with both Jan and Jim. Thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thanks. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance with today's program. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul, Little Bird. Little Bird comes walking in his brown suit. All that happy lifting. Weighing down his wings, hardly ever sings. Little Bird treats life like Tries to make the grade, keep up the charade. Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song